Okay, listen up. You're now locked into the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. DJ Bugsy is bringing back the essence of hip hop. Hear the voices from the artists, the DJs, and the movers and shakers that keep the culture alive. Most importantly, they're keeping it hip hop. Hey, DJ Bugsy, you ready? <laughs> and now to our regular scheduled program. What up, what up? It's your boy DJ Bugsy, Dover Hip Hop Podcast, episode 103. It's good to be back on the Miggity Miggity Mike. Unfortunately, um, last night was a very serious situation that took place in my city on South Street. I want to say rest in peace to the three people that lost their lives in a mass shooting on South Street last night and 11 victims that were injured. I'm praying for your speedy recovery. What, are, what is going on? I really don't know. I just know that something has to be done about the gun laws in this country. This is the third mass shooting that we have had in the last three weeks. And let me give you a very interesting statistic. From the ages of 1 to 19, is guns is the number one reason why children are dying. Not cancer, not leukemia, not diabetes, none of those other things. So I want y'all to put that in perspective. I'm not a politician. I don't make the gun laws. I know that a lot of people use guns to protect themselves, but lately guns are not being used to protect people. They're just being used to kill people. Let's get down to the bottom. Let's have a real conversation and let's find a way to make change. Because when I was growing up back in the day and I was going to the Greek picnic and I was on South Street and I was seeing women. And, I, and the only thing that would happen back in the day was a girl would slap you with their pocketbook or something like that. But it never came to guns. I never experienced nothing in my childhood on one of the busiest parts of Philly when it came to guns. When people were running, they were running because someone was fighting, not because someone was shooting. So we're in an era now, man, where young people don't have no value in life. And let's let's keep it all in perspective as well. Where are these parents? Because another part that a lot of people didn't tell you is that a 12 year old got beaten, got beat up by 17 and 18 year olds got jumped. I want to know why a 12 year old is on South Street at 11 o'clock at night. That's what I want to know, because I know for my child and my children, they will not be on South Street that late. Also, I also want to say that Euphoria Water is a proud sponsor of Door for Hip Hop Podcast. I want to give a shout out to my boy Captain. It is the healthiest water in Philly. The Blue Tops. If you don't see a Blue Top, you're drinking the wrong water. Shout out to my bro Captain. Man, I'm telling y'all, y'all need to get on. Y'all need to know what it's about. For sure, for sure. Also, last night, I want to give a big shout out to Bessino. I want to give a shout out to Lady Sparks. They won a competition on Raps for Stacks. Shout out to my bro E. Pill. Put a great event together during the same time the mass shooting was going on. I would say thank God. You know, um, like I said, I'm praying for the victims and I'm and I'm praying that people find out who these killers are because they need to be taken off the streets. All right. So before we get to our first guest, I do want to talk about the Young Thug situation. So this really messed me up when Young Thug got arrested for the RICO law. Kevin Lyles took the stand. Kevin Lyles basically saying he's ready to put all his money on the line to protect Young Thug, to make sure Young Thug gets out of prison. He's out making sure he gets out on bond. He stays out of trouble. He doesn't tamper with evidence. But the but the damn judge denied it. And rightfully so. I knew that was going to happen. Gunner also, um, his bell was denied as well. This is a Rico case, man. This is this is what these young rappers need to understand that they're not playing with a full deck. These prosecutors, the DA, they out to get you, bro. 
So when you toting guns and videos and you thinking you fly and you think you getting away with murder, you're not. So you need to understand that it's been so many examples set in front of you from Takashi to now Young Thug. Takashi is a different situation because he snitched, snitched on his, his bros and they, and they gone. But the point is you cannot mix the streets with hip hop. Even though hip hop is a correlation of the streets and it's the black CNN, you got to understand how you want to take music series or you want to take streets series. You got to decide which one is for you. You understand what I'm saying? So on that note, I got this song, an artist that really is doing things. That's the song of the week. His name is RZA. I'm going to let my man E get it on. Shout out to my man Squirtle on the visuals, man. It's Do It For Hip Hop Podcast. Keep it hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Guys up in this bitch like I'm Max, like I'm Sweetness Rollin' like a juicy, feelin' like I hit a sweet thing Know what the finesse, I don't see shit when I peep shit That's cause talk is cheap and I ain't talkin' about no cheap shit I ain't put a bling, pick a ring like a pippin' shit Got your tennis shoes, tennis chains, this in Wimbledon For the bitches, even you can spend it, even spending it I promise I'm not going to the throw, it ain't no bitches It's cause I'ma need a twerk show and I'ma need the lights Not straight out of work, so she bout to get it right Looking for a vibe and you looking like the type For that D2E, TNG, SCT for life Nigga, this one for the freak hoes This one for my dogs now Ball till you fall down Never about to fall out This not for no weak hoes Always trying to talk down Pick a side, this one for the side For the jaws now Waves in the face, so I gotta fade away I get paid like I gotta pay the way Gotta make a way, or you out here in the way Keep it rolling like a rank, yeah I gotta skate away Let it skate like Right foot slide to the right side Left foot slide to the left side Left foot slide to the rock Where you at, where you at, where you at Let it slide to the back like Right foot slide to the right side Left foot slide to the left side Left foot slide to the rock Like a shot, like a mess squad Pull up in that new, new now, fuckin' next time I got shorty geekin' with the squad like it's best buy Wanna see her take it to the floor like a wet sound Wanna hit the jelly and the dippy and the jam Hit you with the whistle, with the whistle like a zam You know I got some guys who get to stepping like they pan Won't hesitate to pop a nigga, fuck up like a spam Nigga, I can't let him live if I'm tryna live my life Levin' with the work, but I'm about to get it right I'ma need my neck, wrist, drinks all on ice For that D2E, TNT, SCT for life Nigga, this one for the freak hoes This one for my dogs now Ball till you fall down Never about to fall out This not for no weak hoes Always tryna talk down Pick a side, this one for the side For the jaws now Waves in the face, so I gotta fade away I get paid like I gotta pay the way Gotta make a way, or you out here in the way Keep it rolling like a rank Yeah, I gotta skate away, let it skate like Right foot slide to the right side Left foot slide to the left side
Welcome back to Duel for Hip Hop Podcast. It's your boy DJ Bugsy, and I got a very special guest in the building. She needs no introduction. She's the creator of Pish Posh. I got my girl Imani in the building. Hey. How you feeling? <laughs> Nervous? No. <laughs> <laughs> but that smile, that's the way you... I know. I'm all cheesy. But oh, you good? good. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool. Now, listen, fashion world is is definitely, Philly is definitely known for that. I mean, um, and I, it's crazy because I DM'd her a minute, minute ago, and she took a minute, minute to get back to me. But, you know, the universe works, you know, and she was working with artists. And, it, you know, here we are today. So I want to talk about kind of like how did you get started? Because your, your clothes are like so different than anybody else's. And it's like for me, when I look at your clothes, I just see art. Like, I just see straight art. Like, a lot of people don't make clothes like that. They just put something on a shirt, iron it, and his fashion. But with you, it's just like, it's on a different tip. So, tell me where that come from. Did, did you go to school for it? Like, break it down. So, mm-hmm. I've always been artistic because I've been painting since first grade. Really? Um, so, that's really, where it comes yeah, from. I really, learned how to paint. Um, okay. I went to Gerard College. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Since I was in the first grade. So, I kind of learned near the program, mm-hmm. like the art program, like, kind of big okay um That's dope. so i just from yeah. there i just start sketching and designing on like my own well i didn't start designing until actually high school okay but as far as just the whole being creative has always been a part of my nature but i didn't study mm-hmm. art or anything i you just didn't? i went to college for pre-law really yeah so what made you change like what made you say being an attorney is just not for you um all the politics in it it's just <laughs> i was just like the bar exam had you tripping? No, not even that. It's just how okay. the system is set up. It's just like, I just knew I'd probably end up being like really like down and depressed, like trying okay. to change trying to so change. much or yeah. whatever. Um, and, and I also just knew mm-hmm. that it would like be way more money also to, to, to continue out to get to that point. Okay. Um, And also just off alone, just when I started Pitch Posh, it was more as a hobby. But when I seen how much I could do and make, I was like, Oh, I could do this. I'll right. probably make more money doing this, and it, it felt more good rather than just trying to read all day and study and master <laughs> all the laws. Yeah, them law books, the law library, crazy. Mm-hmm. That's dope. What I wanted to ask you though, what do you feel like separates you? Because to me, is is the fact that you have that art background. A lot of fashion designers in Philly don't have that, so I feel like that's an added addition to what you bring to the table. Yeah, definitely. Um... Yeah, because I can literally just create a pro- process. Like, somebody came to me the other mm-hmm. day and was like, um, mm-hmm. could you do as like a custom, like, diggy? I'm like, okay, sure. I'm right. like, what direction you want to go for? And I'm more, if you tell me what you want to do, I'll just freestyle. But they wanted to digitally map it out on a computer and stuff like that. And I right. was just in my head like, that's not how I really create. I really just go with the flow. And I think that's what makes my work stand out more because it's really just whatever comes to mind. It's like just natural rather than setting all this, like, Parameters. Yeah, it's just like yeah. it has no limits, and like okay. I feel like I've grown and became very known because uh, my work is also outspoken, and like I'll touch base on like things that's like important to me, whether it's like police brutality or like um, okay. black on black crime, um, or just things like that just matter to me, and just pushing a message within the art as well too. So people mm. may be like, "Oh, that's hot," but it got right. a message. I want it even more because of that. Okay. 
Yeah. Now, speaking of messages, and you know, we just had a mass shooting on one of the famous streets of Philly, South Street. How did that hit you? Because it hit me only because when me when I grew up, we grew up. I grew up in an era where it was all about the Greek picnic. It was all about getting all the numbers on South Street, and it wasn't about pulling up, beating up somebody, shooting up somebody. So now that you've seen that, do you feel like you're already in your head trying to create something that kind of like exhibits that? Definitely. Not on clothing, but I have this very, very large canvas in my house. It's like a 60 by 40. And I've already had it mapped out. I've been mapping out for the past week. I was Mm -hmm. creating this piece where I take my niece to school. So I just like... We're like really close. I just love her so much. She's so cute. Um, but I was envisioning her just in growing up in Philadelphia. Okay. And um, I was going to have her as the base of the painting. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be like kind of just a street pan, like okay. wide angle. But it would just show all the chaos that's all around her on her midst of going to school. Wow. Like walking. So it's going to be really dope, like a real dope piece. But overall, just mm-hmm. on that situation that happened last night, it's mm-hmm. very like disheartening. Like, I hate it. I moved back to Philly after college. I would say now, going on three years ago. Okay. And I've just been so depressed. It's really, really sad. Uh, like, yeah. I just feel like I've become stagnant because I have anxiety. Like, everything just makes me feel cluttered just on everybody's really? thought process or right. how they think. And you're really say I just hate that death is like normalized. It's like right. Right. I don't know. It's does like that people make are counting you, how many people they can Does kill. that make you think about when you wanted to be a lawyer? Like, do you ever scratch your head like, Dad, what what I could change if I would have became an attorney? Right. It is it's really also a tough battle because I'm thinking my angle in the beginning would be, oh, to make sure we're not filling the prisons with black people, but at the same time, we can't ignore that it's majority black people that are making up the Philadelphia murders. Thanks. And I was just thinking that earlier, because mm. um, I seen a post on Instagram this morning, it was like, uh, the Roots picnic was definitely something of the cause. And I'm like, how can we say that when, <laughs> you know, white people, they gather for the Philly games, the right, Eagles game, games. they're getting on the train, it's a, a big, large amount of people, and even they're tailgating, and like, just turning up, celebrating wins, and Right. I don't see them having these issues of like their teenagers multiply killing other teenagers. Not that it don't happen, but it's at rare. the vast majority, we might have like what average of three murders a day, and that's like kind of crazy. That's very crazy. <laughs> Two hundred and fourteen as mm-hmm. of today. Two hundred and fourteen. Yeah. Just last year's number. Um, Five sixty four. Mm-hmm. It bothered me every day. I was like literally counting. I'm like, wow, this is really crazy, and. I don't know. I want to do more, but I just don't even know where to start. I just feel like it's mm-hmm. like it really gives me anxiety because I don't even know who could I grasp right. in a moment. And it's so many people and it's so like distorted because even like the people that are having kids and raising them a certain particular way, mm-hmm. this is kind of normal for them. It's right. just like this is what you do. This is a part of life. Now, speaking of kids, are you a mother? Mm-mm. Do you want to be a mother based on what's going on right now? I really do because the more... I mean, people I could probably bring in the world, then they'll probably have my mints. I'll raise them up a certain particular way where they'll understand, like, love and just guidance and right. being a good person. So then maybe we can... It's really a, a war right? of, like, bad versus kind of evil. So it's yeah. like... I mean, good versus evil. evil. So it's like the more good people we have, the more, like, kind of I look as it's like soldiers that could push light out into the world rather than it just being mm-hmm. people 
that just consume with darkness. I feel right. like it's it's really crazy when you like look at it on people's <clears throat> mental level. Now speaking of hip hop, and we both are big hip hop fans, and I'm sure you are. Mm-hmm. Some people feel that drill music, gangster music, is the reason why these young kids are doing what they're doing. Me personally, I disagree. I want your thoughts on that. Hmm. Is it weird? I don't connect drill music to hip hop. I studied hip hop in school. Like I took three different. I took like a level one, level two, level three. Okay. And my professor, he just gave me so much knowledge on just mm-hmm. how hip hop originated in the Bronx, how it grew, mm-hmm. like, like just literally every aspect. And when you really understand, like, oh, the beats come from like African drums, or like right. just just every little in part in it from dancing to the culture to how it created. Uh, its own fashion wave right. and just stuff like that. It really was like kind of positivity around it, like something that we could like feel good to. Okay. And now when you listen to it, we would just listen to a song. I'll, I'll listen to a few drums, but at the same time, I'll be like, did he just say that? He was like, like it was a, I can't, the artist was like, what they say? They said, um, I wouldn't kill, but. I watch it, something like that, and I was like, "Huh? Oh, like this is crazy, <laughs> right?" Yeah. And yeah, when and if understanding on a spiritual level, knowing what you intake, mm-hmm. it creates your whole like, right? How you your makeup is almost kind of like just on the frequency of like from hertz to the lyrics and stuff like that. If you're yeah. consuming all that, of course you like already gonna think. Whatever. So all the drill artists that's out, you don't consider them to be really hip hop then, like Little Dirk. No, I think it's drill music. They created their own right. genre now. It's like drill music. So you consider that a subgenre, basically. Yeah, it I think doesn't fit because under anything the black, we want to make it hip hop or R and B. But can we have other like, mm-hmm. I guess genres that's like. So like, what you do you how, think of Tyler the Creator? Where would you put him at? Hmm. I don't really like Boy Butch, you know. Yeah, I don't really listen that much. <laughs> but I'm saying. <laughs> You know he. I'm not trying to knock him. Like you know, I understand that we have to have multiple lanes in the hip hop culture. But me mm-hmm. personally, I feel like a lot of rappers get snubbed at the Grammys because of him, and I think it's unbelievable. I can't believe it that mm-hmm. he gets a Grammy over certain people. Oh well, definitely. We already know it's rigged. I just think we should stop looking to them for approval on what's what it's in. or whatever. We just really need to create our own oh, everything, wherever. our own award shows, our own like platforms more stuff where we determine what is our grace because we know at the end of the day right. they're just going off of like it's kind of like politics like yeah oh we got to make sure this person get this award because it'll look specifically good for our platform because they got this many followers rather right. than if their music right. is kind of good right. um but yeah do you look like do you look at that the same way in the fashion world do you feel like we got to get validation from the elite people in the fashion world or definitely Okay. It's so crazy because all the things that were ghetto or a mess or just not mm-hmm. acceptable is now something that the elite or the top brands are using to mm-hmm. capitalize off of. Okay. And it's like you're just taking our whole like wave and, and like just... whatever would that made us unique and stand out. We can't even build off it because you're snatching it. Like just the cornrows on the runway or... A girl now voguing. Like, I think, Tia, you know, when Tiana walked on one, run, run, mm-hmm. one runway, she was, like, voguing down the thing. And everybody was so like, oh, my gosh, she killed it, whatever. But y'all didn't accept that before. Right. Y'all wanted the European-style plain, skinny white girl to walk down your runway. You didn't right. even really, like, you know, want black culture. Now they could right. do hoops. Now they could do 
it's just so much. It's so much. Now you do a lot of shows. Mm -hmm. When you put shows together, what are you looking for? What is your idea blueprint for for a banging ass fashion show? I do like clean runways, but more so clean where it's like everything's like all together aesthetic wise. But mm. I'm not particular on who's modeling my stuff because I've always came up with the notion that mm. I want to see all different types of people in my stuff because I want to sell to all different types of people. It wasn't like a specific right. group of people. I just want people to just be like, wow, that's a dope piece. Yeah. I see the art in it and I just want to wear it because it's like one of a kind. Right. But um, as far as a dope fashion show, what's my look on it. I just like the aesthetic to be crazy. I always tell people that mm-hmm. the first time I went to Universal Studios and I was in there, I'm like, wow, I feel like I'm in the movie. So if I come up with a theme for a show, I want people to feel, feel like they're in the theme and everything's down the plate, like down the um, mm-hmm. tech from like the decorations to just the vibe, to the right. food, to what you're drinking, to like how you feeling important rather than you just there supporting me in the moment, but like you actually like literally feel drawn in and you just want more <laughs> that's fire yeah now how long does it take for you to come up with a show like because i mean listening to what you just said you want people to feel like they in a movie that got to take a lot of time out of your personal life correct? it does well i have my own personal so i haven't did one yet and that's probably because my move back to philly i'm mm. not i haven't done one i haven't done one lately my okay. last show was in 2019 okay 2019 april Okay. And that was in North Carolina. I have thrown four of my own fashion show, but all the other shows recently just been more so people booking me for shows, which okay. would be at like universities or collaborations with other like brands. Um, brands like out the state and stuff like that. But as far as Philly, for the past three years, I've been trying to find the right time to do it. Oh, it's been hectic. yeah. Um, just on the branding wise, and also just anxiety because I'm like. Is it going to be safe? Is it going to be like whatever? But Yeah, you thinking. Uh, yeah, yeah, but absolutely. it's crazy that I have to even think like that. But I'm just like, because I'm big on networking and how I did things in North Carolina. One of my shows had 500 plus people there. Really? Yes. What part of North Carolina? Greensboro is like where a t is. I oh, went to yeah. North Carolina a t Shout out to A&T, the Aggies. Yeah. Yes. Um, that's where my mentor went. That's why I know about it. No, yeah, it's so dope. I love it. But that's where. <laughs> I went to Lincoln, but you know. <laughs> Did you but, pledge? Mm-mm. Why? No. What made you... I always thought about Delta, but I didn't end up do I think I was so consumed with Pitch Rush. Oh. Like just and I also ran track, so You ran track? Yeah. Damn. So you got you had like a scholarship or something, or you just mm-hmm. I was PA state champ. Yo. <laughs> so you got them legs, yo. That's crazy. I wasn't thinking that. All I was thinking was just fashion. No, fashion, a lot of people fashion. really don't know that unless you like scroll down my page. Um, oh, you still got stuff from? Mm-hmm. I have like my. I have a picture of like all my medals and track like trophies, and then I have like uh vid- videos mm-hmm. from like track meets and stuff like that. So do you? Are you still in it? Like watch it and or you mm-hmm. not? It's like whatever. I might like watch. Flo- oh, so who's your inspiration? Race. Like who you look up to when it comes to track? Like well, Flo Jo, you got. I like Flo Jo definitely on the nail aesthetic. Like I just like how <laughs> she was very like fashion. And even in high school, mm-hmm. I got to a point where I was implementing what we wore. Like I wanted us to have sparkly shorts rather than the plain ones. Or really, we dressing up. What high school you went to? Swenson. Swenson. Arts and Technology is like up near, kind of like. Franklin Mills. Maybe. Really? Mm-hmm. Damn, I never heard of it. But it's a, a it's a part of the school district. Oh, wow. Right. Um, I went there specifically for track. The guy that coached my mom mm-hmm. since she was five years old, he coached there, so that's why I went there. 
Wow. But you got a lot of morals and vows. Your mom got y'all out here. These y'all queens, y'all mm-hmm. y'all rapping for real. No, yeah. My mom, she definitely <laughs> played a major part in just everything I did. Just right. Gerard College. I remember studying to take the the tests for like to get into first grade. You know, they only accept twenty four students right. every like first grade class. And I just remember like her like, You gotta get into this school. Okay, right. you're gonna go take the test. She was just so excited. Um <laughs> It's so funny (laughs) But that definitely played a role Because outside of just their great educational Mm -hmm. It's just the morality Like on like Building integrity, compassion and stuff Mm -hmm. like that Like really was well structured Okay And I think that played a part too Right And just my upbringing So did you have a sweetheart in college? Yeah (laughs) (laughs) He must have fucked up (laughs) Because you did that with the face like I feel like I don't know. What happened? What happened to him? He did you dirty? Yeah, it was a mess. <laughs> oh, how you was do a mess. the track star dirty? Right. He, and she know fashion too, bro. What's wrong with you? Yeah, it's Man, crazy. You crazy. <laughs> I'm crazy. Hey, why he do that to you like that? So let me ask you a question about stuff like that. We gonna get into a little bit of racial topic. So when men do you dirty. Are you the revengeful type or are you just the type like, fuck them? I might be mad and I might think of all these things to do back to you, but then I'll just be like, just let it go because you're mm-hmm. going to get your karma back. And I've seen people get their karma back. Like, literally, it's I'm a firm believer in it. Like, what you put out, you're going to get back. And I've okay. seen them, like, anybody has done me wrong or right. just anybody around me, mm-hmm. somebody else wrong or whatever, they always get it back. And it may not be in that specific form of how you put it out, but it could be in something like Total different area of your life. Right. So sometimes I just be like, you know what? It's gonna get you back. Or you're gonna end up regretting it. You know what I mean? In uh, the midst of me meeting so ahead. many people and mm-hmm. not just relationship wise, but just different people that may have wronged me, mm-hmm. they either always come back and apologize or they got the government. <laughs> it's crazy. Damn, that's crazy. Are you the type of person that look at it like you're never gonna find no one like me? Because, I mean, I know we can say that to a person, but, I mean, it's true to a certain extent, but then it's like, what if they do, though? Do you, are you look at it like I'm one of a kind and you never going to top the Imani of Imani's? Like, how do you look at it? I don't know. It's so hard because mm-hmm. I feel like there are people like me. I have a lot of friends that like me. Like, oh, okay. that we think of the same type of way. Just good energy, just bubbly type of people. Okay. Um, but as far as like guy wise, I just I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm with someone, but okay. it's just been like a up and down roller coaster ish, and I'm just like, not that they're like horrible, but it's I don't hard. know. I feel like at the age that I'm at, I have so much wisdom, and I'm ahead, so everything else is like, I right. don't know. Yeah, it just. It- it's, Not a balance. And me being a Libra, I like balance. So it's like... <laughs> you a Libra? Mm-hmm. Yo. Yeah, Libras is the bad. Why you saying that? No, it's, no Libras... No, not bad. Good. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a Gemini. So mm-hmm. Libras and Geminis is compatible. As, and on top of that, air sign. So we, you know, mm-hmm. we, be all, we be... I mean, a lot of people look at Geminis as two-faced. I know no, y'all right. do. But I we not... Like, I'm only, listen, I'm going to break this down to y'all. Like, I'm a Gemini, and y'all think I'm two-faced, but I'm not. The only time the other head come out is when you do nut shit. 
Mm-hmm. If you don't do nut shit, then the other head ain't coming out. But if you do nut shit, the other head's going to come out. So long as you keep it tough and you keep it real. Now, the one thing I do care about in relationship more than anything is communication. Mm-hmm. What's your deal breakers? Like, what's your like number one thing that you feel like it's important in a relationship? Definitely like communication. I'm a talker. Number one? Yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, mine's is number one. Yeah, because all our other yeah, stuff won't fall into place. Yeah, communication like that can fix so much. If you it tell can. me how you're feeling in this moment, then I can understand instead of trying to read your mind or guess, play that guess. It that makes me cringe if you don't communicate. Yeah, and then of course me, just uh, respect and right. loyalty. It's just like let me know what it is you want and whatever, right. whatever, whatever. Right. And then we can come to an understanding. Right. Don't be. Having me play in a guessing game and don't have me always wondering like right. what it is you're feeling this day and that day. Like just communicate. And I understand mm-hmm. some people treat people like maybe up and down, and it could be like personal reason that they're right. just probably going through something or whatever. Like right. for me, sometimes I will sleep all day and just ignore everybody because I'm worried about <laughs> how I'm gonna get this specific <laughs> order done. <laughs> but I'll I'm communicate. <laughs> I'll tell There's them. There's nothing wrong with that, though. Mm-hmm. But I'll you on them. your brand shit. Like, niggas got to understand. Do do you find men to be not jealous of you, but because you're a busy woman and you're a go-getter, and some men might not be that, do you feel like they be not envy of you, but they don't know when to be like, look, bro, this is my job. This is what I'm doing. You got to wait. Some men don't want to wait for a woman that's constantly on the go. Well, I never had that type of complication, but I've just had... I have had a lot of few men that even if not even dating wise, but I did date the guy that we were talking about there from college. Like he was also a designer. Like he wanted to tap in, but he wasn't on the level that I was on. <laughs> so he was always in a Yo, like nigga. underlining competing type of thing. Right. Like he used to tell me I'm not a designer. He used really? to tell me that I'm an artist. And I was like, no, I'm an artist I'm and a designer. Shit. Right. I'm he used both. to try to make like me feel like because at the time I wasn't sewing okay. that I couldn't design because I didn't know how to sew. And I'm like, I design. Right. <laughs> People wear my clothing more than they buy my art. So right. I'm a designer. But I'm also, yeah, I'm an artist too. I think I have multiple titles. And I found I found myself always trying to push that to people because he made me like question, you know, and kept kind of like telling me mm-hmm. whatever. And I feel like it was kind of definitely a prior underlining like Right. Jealousy or insecurity of just what I was doing and accomplishing, which is crazy when you think about it. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Do you believe in a cliche saying that all men are dogs and sheep, or do you believe men can be faithful to you personally? I think some men can be faithful. Really? You don't think men can? No, I'm. I don't. I think men can, but I don't think the black women think men can. Um. But I'm asking you. You might have a different perspective. It just—it's so much that ties into being a black woman and trying to get, I guess, the vast majority—at least fifty percent—to try to men, black men, to see us as like valuable. Okay, that's like really a deep topic. Whether it's from complexion to hair to body, just stuff. I just feel like we're very undervalued. But that goes back to even deeper conversation of. People have these mindsets because of Willie Lynch or just right. slavery and just the breaking of like black families and stuff like that. So right. I don't even think men even grasp what they're doing or just the certain comments that they say. I agree with that. 
But let me flip the, the coin real quick. Because some black men feel that women talk to them down on them and they don't respect them as a man. So what do you say to that? Because then it's, it's kind of like a conflict. It becomes a conflict when you get down on a man when he down instead of lifting them up. The common thing, that narrative that I see in the black community is always men feel that women always talk down on them. What do you say to that? Do you feel like women see what their mothers did and they feel like that's the way to be a woman because it's coming from their mother? Hmm. I feel like, is it talking down or just highlighting something that they possibly have done? Because mm. I don't just randomly just talk down on people. I might be, and, and my delivery is different. If we just having a regular conversation and I see something that like, oh, like you should know you should do this, whatever, or I feel like you're doing this and you got to correct it. Right. But if you literally do something to me and it could be possibly hurtful and mm-hmm. I have to bring it up, Mm-hmm. I'm not talking down on you. I'm right. literally telling you what you did to me and I'm describing it and what that behavior is. I see better potential in you and I have to get you to understand on how it's being perceived. So maybe you could look at yourself and be like, okay, I want to correct it because that is kind of corny. Right. Right. But it's funny that you said it because I don't know. I had a disagreement with my significant other and they're like, and I'm telling them what they did to me. And I'm like, right. he said, that's like I was bashing him. And I'm like, am I bashing you or I'm like just highlighting what you did? Because outside of that, I'm not just talking about any like other thing. I'm just talking about what you're doing that's kind of wrong. Right. Um, and for the most part, I think if a woman is willing to tell you that other than be like your homies or your friends that will sit around you and watch you fall or just mm-hmm. fumble money or just relationships or anything and not hold you accountable for anything, who's really like the, the person that don't have your best interests? Right. Yeah, but yeah. overall, I think that you sound black like you women, have best. You, you, based on what I'm hearing from you, not because you are, but I feel like you have the best interest of your man. Like based on what I'm hearing, mm-hmm. I don't think you capping. Is what I'm saying. No, yeah, but, but <laughs> just overall, I feel like women. We, I think we do a lot. We really do hold a lot of people down. And I think at black women specifically, like just off. Females I know Or just girls or, right. And then on the guy's side I, f- I feel like And I hate this whole little war I don't want it to be like this But I feel like we do a lot more As far as holding down And really being here You know uh, From yeah. if a guy gets locked up Right shot. Or like something like that You gotta help him with his injuries You right. gotta play nurse Then you gotta play doctor Right You might gotta play lawyer yeah, it's, it's 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 really crazy, and I think it's undervalued. Like they I just like that. ignore that. We gotta and, work on that. Mm-hmm. We do, but it's not all right. It's really not. I liked really going to college because I don't know what it is about people that are connected to college. It's just a different type of people. <laughs> <laughs> they smart. That's one thing. And then they not just just have them, more of a balance and structure on just some are dumb, but yeah, you know. some have just more of a balance and structure on morality. Like I yeah. literally went to a. A school and a lot of the people that I know are like engaged, married, mm-hmm. building, foundation, Asian. stuff like that. Not baby mama situation. Not the typical, oh, I'm messing with this girl, messing with this girl and creating broken homes or I'm just hurting people just for the fun of it. It's right. like really more of a structure of a thing. And right. granted, you don't always have to want to be in a relationship, right. but I just feel like more guys have an understanding of just being open and honest with the people rather than just... Right. Around. Like I feel like a, a more so a, like a street person. Okay. 
that don't have nothing like structured sure. in life. They just move very like loosely, loosely, without right. any concern to right. what they doing or putting out. Thanks. Now I want to ask you. I want to be kind of like hip hop, but you can take it wherever you want it. Three things you love and three things you lust. Hmm. It can be food. It can be a flight. It can be on your bucket list. It can be. I really love helping people. That's a good one. I like that. I love talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> really? For real? Sometimes I might be calling a customer like, hey, mm. your package got sent back. And I might just end up on the phone with them for an hour. Really? Yeah, they'll just start asking me questions. Like, and you know, that's a good thing because a lot of people that own brands don't do that. They get they like, look, your order was it. <laughs> that's it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Talk to your leader. So that's a good thing. You build on a rapport with, right. your, with your community. Because I mean, even if when I'm gone, mm -hmm. I want people to be like, I just remember that one time, like I bought something from her and we like sat and talked and she gave me advice on business or right. just like we literally, our conversations can range from all these different things it's so funny but a lot of my fan base i feel like feel connected to me because they actually know me in some Talk sort of way you. even if we never met because i might just have a i have a, a follower that she's been following me for like maybe five years six years now but she's from australia she lives there born aboriginal really? there and we wow. have conversations about how their journey from slavery and segregation was way behind than ours Okay. Their segregation, this dog kind of still segregated. She told me that you could walk in restaurants over there, and people don't know this, but it says no colored people allowed. And that their slavery didn't end until wow. the 1960s. Wow. Really think about that. Right. It's crazy because they don't tell you that. Over you here. Know, yeah. yeah, we don't hear about but that. But her, her father was black, but her mom was white. So she basically, like, her father was like an Aboriginal. Like okay. of Australia, but we just always have conversations and stuff like that. And like we literally could talk on the phone. Like she tells me stuff that she's going through. And we never really met in person, but we like video chat. Yeah. yeah. And like just stuff like that. Like I just know that it's just off of me making that connection with her and whatever. I've had a few Australia orders because like she'll post up my stuff Damn, and stuff man, like that. That shit is sick, man. Global. Look at look what yeah. the internet and social media is doing mm -hmm. for the brand. That's dope. Um but it, yeah, it's really dope. That's dope. I really like that because. But you gotta finish the question. So you got. Oh yeah. You got so the two, the helping two, people, so talking to people, mm. and then something I love. Mm. It can be hip hop related. It can be. Oh artist. right, right, right. It can be. I love. Album you can't live without. You know, you always play it. I love curating playlists. Oh, you curate playlists on my Apple Music. For real? I used to post them like, yo, follow my playlist, like listen to them, tune in. I got my beautiful morning vibe. I got my like love, love playlist. I got my the... classic throwbacks. Like I love hip hop, but I also am like uh what would you call it, John? For like the Motown. I like Teddy Pinnacle. Oh, you talking about old school. Yeah. Old school soul music. Mm-hmm. Really? Um, but so I your do... mom put you on that, because you wasn't. My grandpa was a DJ. Seriously? Yeah. What's his DJ name? It's ugly, but his name I was know, though. DJ Mighty Flea. He funny. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? But he used to DJ. Mighty Flea. Yo, right. that shit crazy. He really was a DJ. It's funny. DJ Mighty Flea. Mm -hmm. that's, that's a hell of a DJ name. And you know another thing? My mom, growing <laughs> up, she used to... Cause Yo, we lived... I need sound effects for Mighty Flea. But go I'm ahead. cracking up. <laughs> my mom growing up, she used to take people in right. like sometimes mm -hmm. and like give them a place to like regroup. 
oh, really? get on their feet and stuff. Okay. Um, it was just like p- people that we knew as close friends. And this okay. one specific lady, she had a collection of CDs. And when she moved out, she gave them to me. Right. It had Bismarcky, Farside, oh, like Digital well, Planets. All my folks. So I really just tapped in there and I was in my room like, I just swear I was, mind you, this is like MySpace days and like early Facebook. I'm in high school and I'm right. listening. The first and CD I ever bought. That's how you got introduced to hip hop pretty much? Yeah. The first CD yeah. I ever bought to actually was Lauren Hill, Miss Education, and then Classic. Tupac's Greatest Hits. I'm a real Tupac fan. When I tell really? you I was trying to solve his murder in my room crying at night, like. <laughs> yeah. She was so, she was like, yo, LAPD, what the fuck y'all do to my nigga? No, really? He in Gemini too. You know that, right? Mm, June 16th. I don't know. I yeah, just love June his 16th. spirit. Oh my God. I wish I could have met him. I, I really used to cry. Like, I had a book. I wanted to see him live before, mm-hmm. before he died. Yeah. He I only came to Philly him. one time and I was there. Wow, that's dope. But I really had a journal and I was like, mm-hmm. I was watching interviews. You know how I was right. like, Shock J? Yeah. I like when he described- Tupac. Yeah. And he and was how like, rap. how you could, like how Biggie was a certain way. Biggie rap, how, Biggie rap from, from, from the his gut, pit, yeah. from the pit of his stomach. Yeah. Tupac rap from the soul. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. And I just really felt that. I was like, yes, because- it's the Keep truth. your head up got me through a lot. Their mama was like my motivation when I got to make my mama proud. Right. Um, what else? Changes. Oh it really God. made me look at the world like, oh my God, I got to make he, a change. Like, right. It just <laughs> makes me hype. Like, <laughs> right. I just really love Tupac. Like, <laughs> That's what's up. Well, speaking of that, you got to check out my episode. I did a whole episode on Tupac. Tupac and Biggie is my favorite rappers of all time. There's nobody touching them, and I know a lot Tupac of people say. I know a lot of people say Jay Z is the goat, but not to me. I got Biggie. I like him, but yeah, I always say Tupac is better because I just like the message. Back right. to just looking at not just okay flow delivery. Da da da. I think the just the impact His on impact. how you can make people move, move is like very important, and people don't value that now. That's why hip hop is kind of like to me distorted because it's like. I could talk about opening right. a door and it's like, <laughs> okay, that's the greatest hit right now. <laughs> Facts. Or the word goat. Everybody's a goat. Everybody's mm-hmm. not a goat, bro. Right. And everybody's not a legend. One person to me that I think is a goat. I really like Drake. Oh, he's a goat. He's I, a I goat really of Drake. he's the goat of this generation. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he's gonna fall when it's all said and done. But to right. me, his body of work and everything he did for the culture. Since 2010 to now is is undeniable. I mean, how can you really deny it? Right. I think it's dope that we could play his al- uh, album and literally go song after song. Some right. You might have like two or three songs that you want right. to listen to and then you play. All right. Now, part two of the question was three things dope. you lust. Um, it can be food. It can be a type of man. I love crab legs. Really? Yes. And crab cakes. But it got to be the right person making them because everybody can't make crab Well, my crab cakes are lit because I don't like fry them. I like grill them, like bake them. So it's like just the crab. It's not all the extra. But Bread do you crumbs. use the imitation crab meat or do you oh, use no, the lump, can? Lump. Okay, because you know that, I really that did imitation discover... is an imitation. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's not, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> it's not the real shit. crab meat. Okay. They come in the can. It's so um, good. Yeah, it is. Um, Another thing, mm-hmm. knowledge. Really? Yes. So you read a lot of books. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get that from you. Not to, not to say, I don't know why I don't get it from you. It just don't, when I see your page, I don't see. I know. A lot of people yeah, misread person, me. 
Um, yeah, I misread you. Absolutely misread. A so you got books were... lined up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, one book, book I'm reading now is uh, it's by Queen of Fool. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, it's called yeah, the little you know, Woman Heal Thyself. I think it's Woman Heal Thyself. I just and what that's about Women Healing Thyself, basically tapping into to... just nature healing, getting back to like black culture roots, not okay. just a specific. Country, like I don't want to just connect it to Africa, but just just right. all around every continent, like okay. things that we knew to heal right. ourselves. Right. Our intake on different stuff from music, food to other people's vibrations, stuff like that. Um, it's a dope book. So, um, do you believe in being a vegan and all that when you talk about food? Because you know you I'm, are what you eat. No, do you? I still be eating chicken. But what about pork? Uh, I'm a turkey bacon type of person. <laughs> <laughs> so you got butterball in your refrigerator. Butterball? No, it's not called that. It's like the because you know butterball is a popular turkey bacon. I'm just saying. Mm, I got to look. Like, mm. It sound weird, <laughs> but it is though. I'm cracking up. <laughs> but no, no. I grew up on that shit. I am gonna give you the bean. Yeah, I have like a few books. I got a book from Damon John. <laughs> oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Power of Being Broke. Oh I yeah, into yeah. That. Then I yeah, have. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Oh, I got that book. I got that in college. Um, I had to read it. Yeah. And I, I do want a library. I always see me having like a house where it has like a sh- big shelf of just like dope books. But right. definitely, yeah, definitely knowledge. I'm always watching podcasts. Okay. YouTube University just on topics to learn about. Okay. Like like you said, I was tapping into the music. So mm. I've right. just been um, really trying to learn it in the, out of the industry. Now, the one thing I want to ask you, because you tapping into the managerial role for mm-hmm. artists, is that something you want to do, like be an A&R, get into the music industry, or you mm-hmm. want to just keep it strictly fashion? Because I know you were sending our artists my way in particular, and mm-hmm. then it kind of, zzz, and then now. Okay, no, it's back up. It's back up. We really? Go, mm-hmm, we're going to come back. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay, salute. Um, it was just like a little hiccup misunderstanding. But, yeah, it's definitely just managing, because that leads back to me just helping people. And just seeing the potential, I literally feel like I know when people's gonna gonna blow. You think she won't blow? I feel like it. I feel like it has a potential. Um, what do you think of the field of Philly? When, when you look at female artists right now in the hip hop game, you got Sierra Wag, you got Rocky, obviously. Think, What's your feelings on just female hip hop in Philly? Period. I think Sierra Wag is definitely super in her own lane. As yeah, far as is. other oh female God, I rappers, her. I think that they sound like everybody else. No, for the one that I work with, Mecca, she definitely has a different vibe. But okay. just overall, general on all the female rappers that I have heard, I felt like one is divided, and then two. I mean, every point. people did have their own style of delivery, but I just think it was more so the same, same Content, visual wise, same Content. type of thing you're talking about. about- yeah, so I think. It's a little bit repetitive, but that's what makes Tiara Weck super different. Cause she I don't know, anyway, like I was like, "Yo, this <laughs> fire!" <laughs> yeah, she's sick, yo. And just her style, everything. That's what why I wanted to get a management. Cause like with Mecca, I just mm-hmm. she wants to bring as Mac Monroe, and I think that's a dope concept, like to play off the Marilyn Monroe Bro. aesthetic and to be more of an elegant, classy rather than your like Raunchy. explicit like. Legs open, da, da, da. I think it's super dope. It, it, it could be a different way to push 
you know, rapping and just her artistry. And I'm just excited to help her like brand mm-hmm. and just look at things in different perspective. Cause I'm not really not doing it specifically like for the money or whatever. I just really want to see if see. I can take somebody from what they it. have and just like tweak it and then add inspiration in and just different help and feedback on stuff and really see something blossom. That just goes back to me helping. Like I really mentor a lot of people. Right now I have a girl, she's staying at my house. She's from North Carolina. She's a designer. She came up here a month ago. And I I've done this where I'm like really? I've flown her up before so okay. she can like work on her brand and get motivated because where she was at wasn't working for her. Right. And just so she can like be under like my shadow and see things she can do to mm. capitalize off of being a creative. Wow. Yeah. But does does that do you ever worry about getting stabbed in your back when you're so openly generous to people that you're helping? Cause I'm I have trust issues. I'm mm-hmm. not a type of person that just let people come in my circle. Now, shout out to my visual bro. He's here because of someone I knew and he connected it. So I trust Mark to tell me that he is who he is. Mm-hmm. But from the rip. I'm not thinking you who you are, but since Mark validated who you are and you proved me who you are, you who you are. But how do you gauge it? Because me personally, from my experience, I had a lot of issues with videographers in the city and a lot of these niggas think they Steven Spielberg and they not. Mm-hmm. And they charge like they Steven Spielberg. Mind you, I understand you have a craft, but give me Steven Spielberg before I can give you Steven Spielberg money. Don't right. come off and tell me you Steven Spielberg just from a clip you text me, bro. That ain't enough. Mm-hmm. I need more. I feel that. So how do you gauge? Because me, I'm like, yo, I don't know, dog. No, I feel it when you have those experiences. (laughs) Right. I feel it when you have those. As far as being like open, I just try to not have the bad experience alter how I venture out into the world. Okay. Too much. I mean, I get a little scared and back to the anxiety thing, but Mm -hmm. I just try. And you got anxiety, so it got to be like a double. Mm -hmm. Your mind's always Well, I really have. I've, I've. had interns who maybe came intern. They told me they wanted to do a sp- thing a specific certain way as far as being a designer, mm-hmm. but then stole my whole niche. But that didn't stop me from taking on interns. It just right. made me be like, wow, I see what people could do. But not right. that I just went into the next intern thinking differently or whatever. I still offered or whatever because mm-hmm. back to the garment thing. It'll get it back whatever way. Not that she really con- wronged me, but it's just like maybe somebody will end up doing it to her and she'll understand how that feels. Right. But I really try to, again, not have it alter me because I feel mm. like they'll limit me on right. my connections that I make. And I've met, I really, really like to say thousands and thousands of people because I just feel like I've met so many people. And I might remember my face like, where did I meet you at? And we might have a great memory, <laughs> but I can't remember your name. And mm. I'm good with faces. Yeah. Not names. I think. I'll be fucking names up. Mm-hmm. Almost fucked your name up. But you know, I'm cracking up. But, but I literally have more, I feel like, good experience with people than bad. And okay. that's the importance of not altering who we are because other people's bad, like whatever they got going on affecting us, but staying like intact. So we don't become that next negative vibe to somebody else. Because say you alter just on how you are and perceive, you might miss out on opportunity and you might rub them the wrong way. And then it just will be a trickle domino effect. And I think it's important that we just stop that. Like, and really get into like, okay, mm-hmm. cool, you miss out on this. Back to like, even just with like with the videography. Like, yeah, I've had those experiences where like somebody might be texting or they might not give me my video for like a whole year and I'm waiting or whatever. But what the fuck? I'm He's... cracking up. 
<laughs> whole year. Y'all fuckers, man. Y'all crazy, bro. Mm-hmm. What the hell was wrong with y'all niggas? Treating Imani like that. You like. <laughs> Come on, man. Y'all niggas is wild. But I literally try to be open minded and understand that. Okay. It's a journey, specifically it is. for black people. We learning. I hate when people are too tough on everybody because mm-hmm. we all learning. Like sometimes people go through. I try to put myself in people's shoes. So like with their videographer, I was like a little upset, but I'm like, you know what? But you finally got it. I did after a year. We had. I came to Philly, filmed the commercial, <laughs> and then I was waiting a year for it. <laughs> Yo, that is so crazy. A year though, I would have. I would have been done. I would have just. I don't know what I would have did. I don't know how. Because, see, the thing about podcasting, you can't wait, depending on what you're doing. Like, mm-hmm. if I was doing a skit with my son, that might can wait a year. But if I got a Pacific episode, like what I'm working with you, I can't wait a year because that shit going to be dated. Right. Like, it's not going to be meshing up with things. And everything is numbered and chronological. It's just, it'll screw me. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to just have to bring you back and, you know. No, I feel it. I definitely, because at the time I was trying to push something. And it was like kind of like, oh, you did not send me my video. <laughs> right, right. But yeah. again, I just you just, just stay positive. Yeah, stay like positive. I'm gonna meet you know another one that's just on it and stuff. Actually, I have who was one of my favorite videographers and photographers. Now his name is Make Wonders. And oh, shout out to Darrell. That's yes, my bro. That's I my love bro. him so much. Like that's yeah, my bro. Dope. Like I love him so much. That's my bro. You know, he reached out to me mm-hmm. in 2015. He was like. Your brand is so dope. I want to shoot. I'm like, let's go. Right. So next time I came to Philly, I was in school at the time. Uh-huh. We shot in our first shoot. We literally, I didn't have no models. I didn't, it was still in my beginning phase, but he wanted to shoot me just because it looked good. And right. I literally didn't have nothing like really established, but I didn't know no models. So what we did was we walking downtown, we end up like uh, near Wall Street, Walnut Street Park, I think somewhere around there. Um, mm-hmm. And we just see like these skateboarders. We're like, hey, do you want to shoot in this brand? And I was just, like, they like, sure. So we just literally shot in our, yeah. that was how our first shoot went. And then from there, I did like start booking him and like stuff. And then one day he hit me, he was like, you know what? I just really like your work. Like, you don't got to pay nothing for life. He was like, we just going to shoot. We just going to rock out. And literally, see, ever that since. That is what I'm talking about. You see that? Mm-hmm. That's what you call the stand up brother. Okay. He just want to <laughs> shoot for you. He don't want the bread. He mm-hmm. just want to be a part of the brand. Don't you understand that's important in life, please? Yeah. But I'll like Goodness always Jesus. like make him some stuff, make sure he dripped out, but also bring <laughs> see, him clientele. It, it rec- see? Mm-hmm. That's how you see, you see that? The money comes later. She's okay, still getting him clients. You understand that? You don't always get the money up front. Sometimes you get it later. Mm-hmm. Niggas don't understand that. Interns don't understand that either. They mm-hmm. always say, is it paid? No. Not all the time, bro. Yes. Sometimes you got to work for the nothing. The knowledge is the payment. The knowledge somehow. is the payment because you don't know what I know. And you don't know who I know. Ooh, that's right. what you don't know. Yeah, with my intern experiences, <laughs> it's, it's not. I never want people to think I'm no. just mooching or using them or whatever. So with yeah. my intern experiences, it's legit. You're getting credit hours. Right. I'm signing off like as your your intern for Pay the attention. semester, and I'm covering travel. I'm covering food. Like mm-hmm. you're always be fed. if I work a, if you work a pop shop, you get a percentage of. What you doing at the table that day? But for the most part, I really do just try to help them, and I'm very assertive. It's not just about mm-hmm. oh, do this, do that, do that. It's also what are you working on? What do you want to do, and how can I help with whatever I got and right. whatever connections I have to bring forth to you? Um, my latest intern, she went to Penn State 
and she graduated. Her name's Kat. Such a sweetheart. She's from Quaker Town. And she interned with me 2019 to 2020. And we did so much. We went to so many shows from Hampton to New York to like. Um, Y'all killing it. We went so many places. But now she tapped in. She knows models, the connections of people that I have. Like mm-hmm. my very first interview when I got back to Philly was with a magazine called Icy Mag. And she knows them now. Like she connects with them. And now she's a photographer. Like she'd be shooting models and stuff like that. And that's something that she wasn't doing prior. Right. But she really tapped into just being, I guess, like a creative. I think she was studying psychology. And she just, right. it's just completely different now. And I feel like. It really worked See? out for her as far as like See that? just what she wanted to do and stuff. Totally. And she's such a sweetheart. Like she's so sweet. <laughs> See, that's what she wants. See, that's what that she's a good teacher. Salute to you for that. A lot of Thank a lot you. of people can't lead and a lot of people can't teach. It takes a real person to do that. Mm-hmm. So salute to that. But before we go, I do want to ask you, what's your top three hip hop albums of all time? And one last question. What is one thing that with a man that you're not going to go for no matter what. Like, when you deal with men and relationships. There's one thing that just kind of, like, makes him be the typical narrative. Oh, he's a lame-ass nigga. I can't believe this motherfucker did this shit to me. Right. <laughs> I think it's definitely disrespect okay. and disloyalty. Because I've really never been the type of, like, materialistic. Really? I can be with somebody that's in a growing phase, and I don't. Yeah, I'm not materialistic. I'm really not. I just I hate people that's like that because money is the root of all evil. So and you know what's strange about that? Because typically people that design clothes mm-hmm. are kind of like, do you feel like you don't cop up? Like you, it just don't no, seem. I mean, I buy designer. I appreciate the gifts, but that's not what I want. I'd rather you make me a card or let's go to the park rather than roof, Chris. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's or just the Frisco's. That's yeah. what everybody. Cause sometimes like that's somebody may do something, something with you, do to you, do Yo, something to goes. you, yeah, or buy you something expensive and, and think that's the healing process. You don't want, but that. I you like want the time. effort. Yeah, the effort of just showing that you can put the energy and work into be like romantic or stuff like that. But it definitely infidelity and just disrespect is something that I just hate. It makes me cringe because it's like because you feel you, like because you know you're loyal. Yeah, and it's just also you. If you're telling me that this is what you're going to do in the beginning, whatever, stand on it. And if anything changes, just say it. Don't just do what you want. That's just like annoying. <laughs> <laughs> top three top three hip-hop moms of all time. Top three Your favorite. Okay, for sure. Definitely. But a lot of people feel like that's an R&B album instead of hip-hop mom. I feel like she rips. She do, but people... I don't know what it is about certain people that I don't think it's an army album, but people really think it is. No, yeah, this is it. I feel like they they Lord people don't, really rap more than anything. And she out rapped her whole group. She out rapped Why Clef John and Pros. You know and what it's getting It's funny how money changes situations. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, she's a rapper. Okay, <laughs> but that's my favorite. I'm trying to think of something else. You got hmm. two more. You said something about Drake, so you don't got a favorite Drake album. Hmm. Cause everybody thinks Take Care is a classic, and I don't. That's so crazy that Take Care was like at the I top don't. of my brain. I'm sorry, I love you, Drizzy, Aubrey Graham, but no, bro. <laughs> Actually, Take Care you know is not a I classic. Like? I'm sorry, I don't get it. I like So Far Gone better. I, so Far Gone, that time frame just, uh, it just, I can't describe it. It's just uh, So Far Gone for me. I love it. This is probably odd, but I like Meek. What's odd about me? Nah, I, I don't know. I don't know if people look at him as like a, you know, whatever. But championship, 
Champion, is, yeah, yeah, Chip was definitely yeah, something yeah. that I listened that's to every song album. and I learned every song. Right. Like, yeah, I that's was his rock, best album. Like, blessing it. I was like, too. Um, what about number three? You can do R&B. No okay, great. R&B. I'm a big Tink fan. Really? Yeah, I feel like she's underrated, but that's because she's not under a big label anymore. She's like okay. independent, so. Yeah, Tink, yeah, she cool. I really think, yeah. Underrated. But what about R&B? Like, what gets you, what would you, if a man could get you in the mood, what R&B song would it be to get you wanting to, you know, get close and get, you know, involved? Don't crack it up. If we vibing in the car, like, I like Kim, Jagged Edge. No, Kim. Okay. Maxwell, Jagged Edge. Oh, like just Maxwell. The, the classics. Definitely Maxwell. I went to go see Maxwell in concert. It was something I wanted to do for two years. I was like, <laughs> I got to see Maxwell. I got to see Maxwell. I gotta that see first Maxwell. album? Woo! Max. You know, man. He did not perform. The first um, album? No, he didn't perform Women's Work. Oh, all right. I was like, yeah, oh my that's God, cause... he didn't perform it. Yeah, but that's it was okay. Funny. I went to go see him in AC like uh, a month and a half Maxwell, ago. Maxwell, yeah, he definitely get the women panties dropping. Anthony for Hamilton? Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, he got an old soul. Mm-hmm. Do you like him? He's from North Carolina, right? If I'm not mistaken. Somewhere in the South. Or is it South Carolina? It's one of them. I just thought you liked him because you had that experience and you, you know. Mm-mm. Um, yeah, I didn't I didn't really know that, actually. Yeah, yeah. You know what's crazy? Back to North Carolina, I met like a lot of artists before like blowing like 2C. Really? Mm-hmm. I was like what styling about the baby? him and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know he- I was on an event with him. I had a fashion show. Shout out to and the baby. And he performed right before my runway. Now, the baby, I love you, dog, but you got to get your, your anger under control, bro. Right. I, I know you like to knock niggas out and mm. all that good shit, but bro, just, just bring it down some. Just bring it down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That boy be like niggas out. Like, yo, he's sickening with it. No, really. He it's really crazy. <laughs> but- he done knocked like five niggas out since he's been ran. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> It's right. All KOs. Them niggas do not get up. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what the fuck? But um, also, yeah, so I met him, Mm -hmm. um, his artist, Thunder for Vegas. Okay, yeah, Thunder for Vegas. Yeah, Um, he made a song randomly one day and he was like, I painted a nigga head like Pish Posh. The song came out? Yeah, he got video for everything. It's called Punch Me in Part Three. Damn, you gotta go listen to it. It's you so really funny. out here outside. Like you yeah. really got niggas talking about your brand on a song. When like, I tell how you how that he you started feel? a trend, it was mm-hmm. not big artists, but like so many like underground artists that I knew. They start saying pitch posh, like oh I wear a pitch posh. They just start like everybody just started saying it. It was funny. Now Imani, I have one question, one more question before you go. Mm-hmm. Now I love your hats. I'm a big hat guy. I'm a big like t-shirt guy. Now I need to know your price points because I need you to put doing for hip hop podcast. The like I need you to like how you decked out that hat. That shit, yo. I'm Thank like, you. how the fuck did you do it? I'm I need that for so when I no, come I'm, back I'll on freestyle the podcast, you one. freestyle you one. Okay, for your next one. You live in Philly, right? Yeah, yeah. You could just pick one up. Uh, probably like the next two days. I'll make one. Really? Mm-hmm, I now you. I like the snapbacks. I don't like. You don't got. <laughs> I think I, I actually would, I do have a netted snapback that yeah, I do. Yeah, I need it to be. I do God have mean, one. Snack, it's black, so I could freestyle back. something on here. But tell the people how they can follow you. What you got coming up next? What your summer look like? Okay, so and summer tell is just them, let them know you're not single too. I'm yeah, not. I'm not. Okay. It's kind of I I don't know to be honest. I have no, to be honest. No, she listen. She's taking 
fellas. I'm cranky. Like, I'm like, y'all know now. She's it's a rough it. patch. I really don't know. Like, indecisive well, just, mode. Just, just stay positive. But, okay. yes, praying on it. But mm. what's upcoming? Mm. Just Brandon. I have a pop up shop coming up uh, this Thursday. Really? Um, Soul Fat Fest. Okay. Uh, Soul Fat is like a mixture of like just neo soul rappers, artists just coming together. In Philly. Yeah, it's like open mic. So dope. It's held by this girl named Mylena. Text me the information. Oh, I'm definitely is. It's gonna be at like Fifth. You know that like courtyard is like a triangle is on Fifth Street. Fifth and like it's kind of near Cousins, the supermarket. Like kind of near like. Oh, alright. You know oh, what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. I forgot what the park is called, but it's super dope there. But it's gonna be like vendors, and they do this usually every Thursday. It's doing a daytime or an evening. I think three to nine or something. Oh, I'm gonna come. Yeah, hey, I'm gonna pull up. But hey, they usually do it every Thursday. One day I was walking home and I just heard a band playing. I'm like, let me look in here, and I'm like, oh, this is dope. Are y'all accepting vendors? Mm-hmm. She was like, yes. I ran home, got my stuff, came right back. <laughs> But oh, you won't be playing. She really did it like every Thursday, but this one is a specific festival, so it's kind of longer okay. and I guess bigger. Okay. But that's coming up this week. I'll definitely send you the information. And also just um, mm-hmm. helping the artist. Ran. I also took on another artist. His name is Mudas. Super dope. For real? Mm-hmm. What's his vibe? When you, when you look Rap, at him. He gives me... Oh my, I just, his ability to literally put a song together is amazing to me. Okay. Like. But what, when you look at him, who you see? Like of this generation is what I'm trying to. Ride Wave. Oh, Ride Wave. Okay. Mm-hmm. I see what he, he But he, he definitely raps about more of like what he been through and stuff like that. It's just relatable and that's what yeah. I really love. And Resonate. just even from like love to just pain, just. Everything. Yeah. And okay. I think. It is again back to his ability to put a song together. It's just like super dope and super amazing. Like from the chorus to the start, mm-hmm. just the beat, everything. I gotta see you his stuff. He's okay, super dope. I really want and you to let him get too. on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely going to see you his stuff. Okay. Um, but yeah, just helping them brand. Okay. And really making a shift by the end of the year, just something to just get them like going. Wow. And. Just continue building Pish Posh. Yes. And Let's also go. support this queen. She's doing it. She's mm-hmm. doing Another big thing. Pish um, Posh, support it, please. I just want to help clean up Philly as far as the trash and stuff like that. Like, I literally been just riding around. I've been feeling really? this inspiration like for a minute, like just bringing people together and we just really start really implementing. Like, when I grew up on my grandma's block, mm-hmm. the specific Saturdays of a month would be cleanup. She was a block captain? Not that she was a block captain. I just remember seeing the signs. We'd probably be out there sweeping. Okay. And it's just not normalizing Philly now where we cleaning up our neighborhoods and stuff like that. And I just feel like where yeah. I live is kind of pretty clean. It's like Fishtown, Northern Liberties. Uh-huh. But I would like to see the black communities be more clean. So that's another thing I'm really trying to do. And I've like done like few little random days where um, they got like trays of food and whatever. Go feed the homeless, stuff like that. Kids at this. I definitely want to do more of that. Let's see the clap for this queen. She Thank out here you. moving and shaking community mm-hmm. events. It's your boy DJ Bugsley. It's Door for Hip Hop Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Door for Hip Hop Pod. R&B artists, if you're interested in being part of the Hip Hop NTV Unplugged, make sure you send me an email to doitforhiphoppod at gmail.com. I'm looking for the dopest R&B artists in the tri-state area. We're going to have a live show, live performance, full band. It's going down. Keep it hip hop. Peace.